Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports History Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to all things great in sports history. And welcome to another edition of your sports break as we talk about some of the great people, teams, and events that happened in sports history on the date of May 10th through history. And boy, we've got a bunch of variety of greatness for you today. And let's just say a lot of it has to do with number four in hockey. We'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do, let's make sure you're aware of our media presence on social media. And that is Twitter. We are at Pigskin Dispatch. And Facebook, we are at, have the Pigskin Dispatch page. We'd love to have you follow us on both. Love to have some interaction with you and uh, you know share some items and talk about some great sports history. Another great way to find out more about the sports history and Sports History Network and the Pig Pen uh, from yesteryear Hub Sports. Now let's get into the history of May 10th. We're going to start off in the football realm. In, in 1890, on the 10th of May, the Rules Convention for the college football, which was uh, you know not the NCAA yet, it was uh, you know the Intercollegiate Rules Committee of football, put in place that an injured player removed from the game could not return to the contest. The players were getting injured, but still staying on the field when they should have been being treated by medical staff. Note, this was, of course, eventually overturned, but there was a substitution rule that lasted until about 1941, where the players could be substituted for during the game, but not like today's rules where they could return the game during the same period where intermission they left in. In 1933, in the Spalding's NCAA rulebook, when they did return, they had to report to the umpire prior to replacing another player, and it had to be in a different quarter from when they left. So players had to be careful leaving the field for whatever reason, uh, where they might not be able to get in for some period of time. Now we have one Hall of Fame birthday from football, and his name is Charlie O'Rourke. He was born in Montreal, Quebec, May 10th, 1917, and played for Boston College as a quarterback from 1938 through the 1940 season. He was put in the College Football Hall of Fame in 1972. Yes, sir, some great football history for this May 10th. And now let's flip over to the other side on Jersey Dispatch where we talk about some of the other sports and their great histories and players. In May 10th, 1946, Joe DiMaggio hit a grand slam home run to provide all of the offense for the New York Yankees, but it wasn't quite enough on this day as the streaking Boston Red Sox won their 15th straight game of the young season. They beat the Yanks by the score of 5-4. to four. So, well, number five had a great day, but uh, not good enough. Speaking of greatness, how about number 44, Hank Aaron? On May 10th, 1967, uh, he would love to launch a balls over the wall, and we'd love to remember him for that. But on this day, 
we can recant a feat of sports history where he used his wheels to make the game a little bit more exciting. Aaron hit his only inside of the park home run of his illustrious career against the Philadelphia Phillies on this day. And their man on the hill was Jim Bunning uh, of, yes, of the Phillies. And out record of 755 home runs of Hammer and Hank, this is the only one that did not go over the wall. Is only in the park inside the park home run. Now May 10th, 1970, at the Stanley Cup final played in the Boston Garden, number four, Bobby Orr, who we're gonna talk about a lot in this segment, scored the legendary overtime winner to lift Boston over the St. Louis Blues for a four to three victory and a four to nothing Bruins series sweep. Now Beantown went crazy as this was the first Bruins NHL title since 1941. So quite a drought there, but uh, Bobby Orr, he's a great one for, for a reason, and uh, definitely was on that day. Now, speaking of Bobby Orr, let's go back a couple years earlier. And this comes from the Hockey Writers website, hockeywriters.com. May 10th, 1968, number four Bobby Orr was named the winner of the Norris Trophy for being voted as the NHL's top defenseman. This was the first Norris win for Orr, and he went on to win every single one of these between the, this date in 1968 and that in 1975. So quite a run for Bobby Orr. Now in 1973 on the 10th of May, the Blackhawks number seven, Pitt Martin, scored a hat trick as the Chicago Blackhawks lost six to four to the Montreal Canadiens, the sixth and deciding game of the Stanley Cup Finals. The win made the Canadiens the 1973 Stanley Cup champions. And boy, what a run they had back in that decade. Now we go back into the realm of baseball. We love to dip and go to a couple of our favorite sites. And this day in baseball always has some good stuff to go on. You know, tens and dozens of uh, events that happen on each day of the baseball season. And this one comes that we're picking today comes from May 10th, 1904, as the St. Louis Cardinals beat up on Christy Mathewson the great pitcher scoring five runs and knocking him out after the first inning. Now that's a Hall of Famer getting knocked out in the first inning, so that's no uh, slight at all. Now St. Louis continued sh- shelling uh, the next pitchers and the next one after that. They won 14 to one, and Maddie now four and two will not lose to St. Louis in his next 24 decisions. I, I think he got a little bit. Uh, ticked off here by getting knocked out in that first inning and uh, goes 24 uh, decisions without losing to the Cardinals and that is quite a feat in itself I don't care what era you're playing in that's quite a bit speaking about great pitchers how about the great Walter Johnson on May 10th 1910 he dropped to a record of two and five in the early season, and the Washington Post suggests that the Nats trade this phenom for a couple of good fielders. Boy, were they wrong because uh, Walter Johnson would come back and uh, have a brilliant rest of his career. Uh, didn't lose anything there. Just uh, had a little shaky start, maybe dusting off the cobwebs a little bit, and who knows how his, the fielders behind him were playing in that era. 
but a great one all the same. Now, another website we love to go for our baseball history is you know that Jay Daniel, our good friend, uh, he has the 80sbaseball.com website. Always has some brilliant items going on. He has a couple trades uh, from May 10th. And in 1981, it was the Brewers that uh, ended up trading Buck Martinez to the Blue Jays for Gil Kabuski. Martinez played the final six seasons of his career there in Toronto, north of the border. And the Pirates on May 10th, 1989, traded Kem Oberfell to the Giants for Roger Samuels. Now, Obi finishes the year with the Giants, then moves on to Houston and finishes his career with the Angels, uh, a great uh, you know, mercenary that uh, played in a lot of different teams and contributed everywhere he went. And that is from 80sbaseball.com, and we thank both those sites for their brilliant job on keeping the baseball history alive. Now another site that we love to go to, NBA.com, has a couple of great nuggets of NBA hardwood uh, basketball history and this first one has happened on may 10th 1993 and former nba players julius irving number six walt bellamy number eight dan isle number 44 dan mcguire who wore that 15 proudly calvin murphy murphy one of the original great number 23s and bill walton number 32 were all inducted in the naismith memorial basketball hall of fame you can still visit them there up in uh, Massachusetts and uh, we'd love to go to another date May 10th 2012 led by number nine Andre Ugadala's 20-point game and the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Chicago Bulls in game six of their first round series to win that series and uh, with that win uh, they the number eight seeded 76ers upset and outlasted the number one seeded Bulls, marking the first time in NBA history that this happened in the first round in back-to-back seasons. Now that is some great uh, history of basketball, hockey, baseball, football. We covered the big four in North American sports, and we try to do it each and every day. We are so glad that you were able to join us once again. Hope you'll join us. Uh, sign up for our newsletter. Go to the show notes and uh, find out what the sports history is going on each day. And join us for the podcast. You can uh, click it as one of your favorites or your favorite podcast provider at sportshistorynetwork.com or join us on jerseydispatch.com or and pigskindispatch.com to find the latest until next time everybody have a great sports history day we're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history we invite you to check out our websites jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com not only see the daily sports history but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games find us on pigskin dispatch it's also on social media outlets of facebook twitter instagram and don't forget the pigskin dispatch youtube channel to get all your daily sports history Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, 
We have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.